everybody. Welcome to Everybody as a Podcast. My name is Grayson, and my co-host is... Dan. And today we have a special guest named... Preston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like... Uh, it sounded like... You know how on the voicemail you can set it up to where it like just says your name? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. It's like, I'm so- we're sorry. Preston... Can't come to the phone right now. Uh, Dude, actually true. I'll take it. Yeah. No, I was thinking, I was, because we were, we were talking about filming this episode or recording this episode. And I was like, I was like, yeah, we should probably get a guest. And I realized that we didn't, we haven't had Preston on yet. And I was like, he's the, he's the last of the good, the good Christian boys. Hasn't been on. Long time listener, first time appearance. <laughs> Who said that? Was it Garrett? Uh, I think so. Probably. Really? Uh, Long time listener, first. Either that Long or you... time listener, first time caller. Yeah, either that or you said long time caller, first time listener. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what's what's going on, guys? What's happening? What's 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 new? Uh, I feel like you're the one with the most new things. That is true. I, I started my big boy job. Oh, uh, what are you doing? That? Working. Damn. True. <laughs> 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 All right, that has been episode seven of Everybody Has a Podcast. Thanks for thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on, Preston. That was a good episode. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. I I really I really liked how you you really delved into the nitty gritty of your of your job. I feel like most people most people might just say like a one word answer or something, but yeah. As far as things to do for like improvement, I don't think I have any criticism, Preston. Okay. Well. I am in a job, and I go to work from nine to five. <laughs> I come home and indulge myself in alcohol. Preston, no, dude, Preston, I'm I'm Preston works that uh that like cliche office job where no one actually really knows <laughs> what they do, but they just work in a cubicle yeah. and type at and computers. Then- he has the alcohol alcoholism to boot dude Preston, you're you're a walking stereotype right now bro no i'm joking i don't use alcohol to cope with my job i i enjoy my job so far i mean i'm only two days in so aren't you like a u-haul driver or something basically (laughs) yeah I'm a long haul trucker. Yeah. He drinks on the job too. <laughs> oh yeah. He drinks to cope with the long hours away from his wife and kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just like our pilots too. Dude, oh, what's yeah. that what's that one pilot? Sully or whatever? Sully, yeah. Yeah. He didn't drink though, he just landed on the Hudson after No, Sully. he was he was drunk, bro. He was not drunk. Did you see the movie? He was not drinking. That was the whole point of the movie is that he had like severe alcoholism. And the only reason he was was... able to land the plane is because he had a drink. Otherwise, he'd be super fidgety and stuff. You're thinking of a different movie, dude. Nah, you bugging. You bugging for that. No, look it up. You're thinking of a different movie. It was Denzel Curry. Oh wait, I am thinking no, of a different oh movie. Oh my god, Denzel <laughs> Washington. Oh yeah, wait. <laughs> First of all, Soli was white, bro. I forgot. I am thinking of a different. What movie am I thinking of? You're god. thinking of the Denzel Washington movie where he's an alcoholic and he's able to land the plane because he has a drink in his hand. But that's Soli was. Is that a fake movie? Is, like, does that not happen? Yeah. That, no, that was a fictional story. Oh. Ah right, well, what the. <laughs> Dude, classic, like, 
mainstream media lying to me again, bro. Come on. Well, bro, you need to stop reading so much mainstream media, dude. <laughs> yeah, th- my problem is I just read too many articles. <laughs> <laughs> you see too many Snapchat stories. Yeah, uh, you're too well informed. I hate, dude. I have to. I had to download Snapchat again because freaking Tristan was like, "Dude, take pictures." So now I'm like posting all my my road trip on my story. We can talk about that now if you guys want. Yeah, we yeah. can. No, yeah, you your your life is exciting right now, dude. I don't yeah, know if it's exciting. exciting part. All right. You got the most exciting life out of all three of us. So better than yeah. the alcoholic U-Haul driver. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say even better than the alcoholic pilot. True. Yeah, that's your job, right, Dan? Yeah, that's what I do. I'm an alcoholic pilot for the Air Force. <laughs> True. Oh yeah. yeah. They don't. They... Into, you only climb into your F-16 after you've had a few suds. <laughs> yeah, at least shotgun one right outside the thing and climb up the ladder. Just to calm the nerves. Exactly. <laughs> it's the secret. That's my secret cap. I'm always trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways. That. Yeah. That, Jamie. Jamie, if you will, please. Insert a, a clip. Insert a insert just a random like two second joke that's like actually funny, uh, Jamie. Yeah. Just insert the clip of Denzel Curry landing the plane. Denzel Washington. Yeah. <laughs> no, Denzel Curry. Yeah, no, edit, edit Denzel Curry. Make, make this as edit. hard as possible. Edit Denzel Curry's face onto Denzel Washington while he's landing <laughs> the plane. Hammer. Yeah. And Olt and Olt is playing in the background. <laughs> and it goes like when the beat drops. Oh, that's, dude. <laughs> the plane is upside down. I hope the one that was Killing that terrorist. Uh, 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 you weren't supposed to bring that up. Uh, how that wasn't you? I thought you said that was you. Oh, oh shit! Never mind. That wasn't you. Never mind. For legal reasons, that wasn't me. <laughs> what terrorist are you guys talking about? Some... Exactly. What are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> true. That's true. That's Dude, like plotted nine eleven, just got blown to smithereens the other day bro that was in like 2008 no that was no osama you're thinking of you're thinking osama of osama was like 2011 oh yeah do you guys did anyone else think when osama died you were like dude they fucking assassinated obama that's crazy no Oh. No, but I do remember sitting in my mom's room in her apartment, and there she had the TV on, and people were chanting on the TV, Osama bin Laden is dead. And then I started chanting with them. I was like, Osama bin Laden is dead. Osama bin Laden is dead. Was, I was like 11 years old. Dude, that's like Orwellian, bro. You guys ever... Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> everything is Orwellian. No, but it is, though, because there's literally... A, there's a, there's a, a part of that book where they have like these big these like hate sessions i forget what they're called but they literally just sit there and watch like on tv it's like i think that they're like the the enemy of the state is like goldman or something like that and so they literally just sit there and scream at the tv for like 30 minutes every day it's like scheduled just like hate session at goldman for being like evil or whatever and that's anyways um Shout out his name. Okay. I read a lot of books. 
I just finished Unbroken. The book? That was good. Yeah, the book. You saw the movie too, right? Yeah. How does that compare? I mean, I don't want to sound cliche. The book is definitely better. Mm. It just goes into like a lot more details. And like the author did 75 interviews with Louis Zamperini. So there's like like his day-to-day life during all of that. And it's like more visual and like it also shows like the aftermath of it and he was like a wreck for a few years sure he was like an alcoholic for a few years Mm. who isn't right yeah we've all been there (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but then he changed his life around that's good yeah i'm waiting for my day I'm still stuck in the alcoholism due to PTSD stage. I know. Yeah. Everyone everyone always talks about hitting rock bottom, but uh, they don't tell you that it, it just lasts for, like, years. Yeah. For some people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Problem is, I'm so tired from my, like, week-long road trip across the country yeah how's that been grayson yeah oh my god let me tell you so i left thursday um thursday morning and then that afternoon i received a text from my mother hey i have covid i was like oh my fucking god you're joking me but then i tested negative So I was like, cool, I'll continue with my plans of hanging out with all these people that I was supposed to hang out with on my, like, week-long road trip across the country. So I went and saw Preston, I saw, like, people in Chicago, I saw my brother up in Madison, and finally... Huh? I said, you saw me, like, Thursday, but you didn't know about the COVID yet. Yes. Correct. But continue, sorry to interject it's all good hey you have a platform here too preston thank you um but yeah so i freaking so i go halfway across the country visiting people going in places shaking hands making you know whatever um and then i get to doug and doug's like why don't we test again just to be safe and i super have covid it's like seriously the worst timing of all time because if i left if, if my mom had tested a little bit earlier, then I would have just like stayed home and put off the road trip. But if she tested a little bit later, I wouldn't have even had it in the first place and I would have already been gone. So seriously, like there was like a three day block where it was, or it was like even like, like more of like a two day block where it's like you can't have COVID in these days. And that's when she had it. Just super unfortunate. Yeah, you got some good luck there, bud. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome comedic timing. I was about to say, I like honestly at this point, I've uh, it's it's pretty funny to me. Um, ma- mainly because most of the people I've hung out with have not gotten it yet, so it's still funny. But once they get it, I'm gonna feel bad, and then there'll be like a like a a two week period of me feeling bad, and then it'll be really funny. Hopefully, no one gets it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I haven't gotten it. I I feel completely fine. I think you're probably in the clear, Preston. I think so too. Yeah, I haven't been feeling anything either. Yeah, I we didn't. I didn't get to cuddle, so maybe that saved me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, it's this roach has been pretty pretty spectacular, aside from the like the COVID. Um, True. You sound a lot better now, though. Yeah, I feel that's the weirdest part is I feel like it seriously came. It was like in and out in like three days. Like I feel totally fine now. That's how it was for me when I got it way back when. Yeah, but, you know, God forbid we don't shut down the entire country for two years. Who said that? I'm great. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into the conspiracy theories, Grayson. Oh, yeah. Did you know that masks weren't even effective at all? And the CDC has confirmed this. And now they want new masks that actually work. I think everyone's kind of over COVID at this point. 
Like, yeah, everybody, as soon as the Russians started a war with Ukraine, everybody was like, what's COVID again? Yeah, COVID kind of got canceled once poo-poo invaded Ukraine. Poo-poo. Also, uh, for the sake of clarity, I really actually don't care about any of the things I just talked about. I just think that it's amusing. So, anyways. Wait, is it true that the CDC actually confirmed the mass did nothing? Yeah. Like, I don't care. It's just, it is really funny that, you know, after years of being... That is strange. Yeah. But... It'd be really funny if you you were wrong and you just are talking out of your ass. Dude, that would be extra funny. You're right. But I'm so (laughs) confident I'm going to put Grayson's seal of approval on that fact. Put it on the screen, editor. <laughs> editor, editor, put put Grayson's seal of approval alongside. If I'm wrong, the the evidence that I'm just completely full of shit. <laughs> put put Grayson's uh, seal of approval with an asterisk with at the bottom of the screen. If Grayson's wrong, this seal is null. No, no, no. The seal is still there. <laughs> Even if I'm wrong, I still approve it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. Wait, I got a question for you boys. All right, go for it. it. Might we might get a little personal this episode? A little, little, little Ooh. glimpse into our inner workings and our personal lives. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. What is a fact that nobody knows about you, or it could uh, be like one person? Secrets, huh? Yes. Mm, that's a tough one. Would you mind going first to help us think? Um, <laughs> yes. And if we know anything about someone going first to let the other person think, it's, it's that it's always it always works, and the other person doesn't forget to think and just listens to the story. Exactly. That's what happened last time. That's exactly. If I remember correctly, that is exactly what happened. If I remember time. correctly. Yes, that is. Exactly <laughs> what okay. So mine, mine's a bit of a cheater one because like two people know this. But it's it, it when I only told them because they asked what is the fact that no one knows about you. So after this, this is officially retired as my fact that no one knows about me, especially because it's on a podcast that three people listen yeah. to. So my fact that nobody knows about me except for like three people is that when I was little, I used to be like actually low-key kind of schizophrenic because I believed that like the world was like not that it was like necessarily a simulation, but that like everyone in the world and everything in the world was like there to try and like get me. You know what I mean? Like they, everything and everyone was out yeah. to get me. And part yeah, of sort of like the Truman show uh, sort of thing. It's not the Truman show because everybody likes you. It's the Truman show because everybody's trying to get you. Yes. And it's like, but it's also, it's like, it's not like it's a TV show. It's like a grand, like, supreme higher order. Like, everyone is trying to get me. And they're trying to. Sorry, go on. I thought of something similar when I was a kid, too. I always felt, I felt like it was more sort of like a simulation type deal. But I did feel like it was like, if I wasn't around, then people wouldn't be acting the same way they were. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, mine was a little bit more intense. Mine was like people people were trying to steal my soul and there were different really? there were different methods in which they would try to steal my soul. And so number 1, I could never ever let my guard down. Like I always had to have like this like latent level of tension. Otherwise, cuz if I relax too much, that's when they'll get me and they'll steal my soul. And mm. I, so then there are two other ways. Number 1, well, this is, I mean, there are many other ways, but two of the other ways were number one is if I was in the same room as a toilet when it was flushing, my soul would get sucked into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> what the? So I would literally, I would flush the toilet and leap out of the bathroom every time. And uh, uh. the problem is when you're in public and you use the toilet you know public restrooms it's not exactly easy to get out of there so i so i modified the rules to where i had to get out of the stall right but this caused me to literally i would like like i'd be in the bathroom i'd flush i'd like fucking like shoot out of the stall and like slam the door behind me 
And then people would like look at me and I'd be like, oh, what's up? And I'd like wash my hands. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you had a pretty relaxed and stress-free childhood. When, when did you realize that that wasn't true? Like one day, did you just flush and stay in the room? And you're like, hmm, okay. Well, it's not that it wouldn't all, my soul wouldn't like fully get sucked in. It's like, the, it's like it, a little bit would get sucked in. So if I, if I let myself, like if I let myself be in these situations where my soul gets sucked in too many times, then eventually my soul will be drained and I'll be like a zombie hus- huskless or like husk of a person, you know? That's really funny, actually. Yeah. Well, the other, so the other way that my soul would get stolen is um, when my mom, or like if anyone tried to kiss me, specifically <laughs> like my parents. So my mom, this poor woman, just wants to like kiss her son, and I would literally be like squirming in her grasp, like, no, my soul! Dude. You've had schizophrenia your whole life. <laughs> That's insane. Dude, and it's really funny too because with the toilet thing, it just looks like you're really scared of the toilet whenever you're in public. And then you flush the toilet and just sprint out of the, of the stall. Whoever's in there is like, oh man, that kid really is scared of flushing the He's like a dog scared of flushing the toilet. It's like those dogs that like run away from their poop after they after they do number two. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I think that's why like one of my love languages is touch because when I was a kid I literally wouldn't let myself get touched because I was afraid of you know being my soul getting my soul sucked out of me. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny. Oh man, that's actually really good. How do I follow up that? I know. I, I that's why I kind of didn't want to go first, but you know, hilarious. Yeah, that's, that's a tough question to answer. No. Oh. I I can go if you're not ready yet, Dan. Go ahead, Preston. Uh, this one, well, I think. All right. Um, I don't even know if you know this, Grayson, but. You were there for it, for our wilderness survival night. And, like, on top of that mountain, you know, where we made, like, that lean-to. Right. So, you know, we're hiking up that mountain. I was scared, like, shitless. Yeah. Of just, like, spending the night. First of all, when I was a kid, I had this fear, like, this like irrational fear of bears <laughs> and i think it was because this one time before i went on like a summer camp trip there was like this bear attack in yellowstone and they killed like the, the bear killed like a camper or something but yellowstone has like grizzlies and on the east coast there's only like black bears which are basically you know harmless you just have to like yell at it Wait, a bear killed a camper while you were on the trip? No, no, no. It was before I went on the trip. There was this like story that came on the news or whatever, and it was about like this bear that killed like some camper in Yellowstone. Oh, gotcha. Or like one of the national parks. After I forget, but up up in like Grizzly Country. Mm. Anyways, though, um, yeah. So I was already scared. And then, not to mention, that night, so just for visuals, like, this hike up the mountain was, like, purely incline. It was about, like, a mile up, but it was just straight <laughs> up. As, as hikes up mountains tend to be. <laughs> yeah. But, but it was, like, as a kid, it was, like, pretty difficult, I would say. Like, it was just, like, straight up. It wasn't, like, a gradual incline. No, it was, it was steep. Like, I remember that. It was just like straight up, like straight up this trail. Like there were no turns or nothing. And I was already scared. And then that night there was like, we were setting it up, you know, trying to find everything. All these other people, like these massive shelters that they built. And Grayson and I's shelter was pretty good. Well, we had a porch. We had a porch. We did have a porch for our backpacks, but... (laughs) And then as we're building Wait, it, it, 
starts thunderstorming. Wait, can we give some context on like these shelters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the so the shelters, it's like they literally like put us out into these woods, and they there's like a bunch of logs and sticks scattered everywhere, and they're like, all right, guys, like build a lean to or whatever, have fun, and so. Like Preston and I, we we're, we're we're like teamed up, so we build our little like small. It's like you stick a you stick a log. I'll put like a diagram of it or something on screen. But you stick a log up against a tree, and then like lay branches along it to create like a like a triangle type uh, shelter, or the, at least that's what we did. But some of these other kids got into like teams of like ten or sixteen, and they built these giant mansions in the woods yeah. of like sticks and they fit like freaking 20 kids in there it was insane we couldn't even we could barely fit us two like what yeah. i think preston your feet were sticking out weren't they my what your feet were sticking out of the of the thing weren't they of our shelter uh, i think so i know that you were more towards like the entrance of it i was tucked in there i think okay maybe i was more towards the entrance Oh, actually, no, maybe you're right. Maybe you were. I think I was more tucked in and your feet were more like sticking out. Yeah. Like the porch area. Oh, yeah. So the porch area was we were like, oh, dude, we're going to make a porch so we can put our shoes and stuff there. But we forgot that like we're two 13 year old kids and we're, we have like little to no experience with building shelters. So our porch area is just this really shitty like it's like a couple sticks like forming a little cave and then i end up like just sticking my feet under it because we didn't have enough room in our shelter but anyways preston sorry i just want to give some context please continue it was no, you're good so it started like drizzling at first and then then like the thunderstorm part like rolled in there was like lightning like all around us and like big thunder claps and you know we're around like all these trees and and my like, you know, twelve, thirteen year old mind. I don't even know, dude. We we were younger than that. Were we? We were like eleven or twelve, yeah. I wanna say uh, yeah. I think we're definitely younger than that. And um you know, I in my mind I'm like I'm I would, I just basically thought like I'm gonna die in these woods tonight. Like some <laughs> snake bite me some bear is gonna attack me or a mouse some lightning bolt is gonna like strike me down there's gonna be like like i thought like lightning was gonna hit a tree and the whole woods would like catch on fire on top of this mountain <laughs> and i i was just so scared i don't even remember like falling asleep but i like thought i was like all right this is my last night like here on earth like this is it this is how and when when we woke up, oh I was so happy. I was like, Oh, we're alive. Like, we're alive. <laughs> like dude, I was uh, I don't know if you thought that at the time, Grayson, but yeah, I was not having a good time. Like looking back, it was a good time and there were good times in it, but in my you know, young had a lesson in mind. I was like, "Oh, dude, I'm, I'm done. Like this is how I, this is how I go." Uh, no, I do remember you were uh, you were not thrilled about, especially it was literally storming like while it we was- were building our shelter, and that was the ultimate test of, "Hey, can you build a waterproof shelter?" Because if not, like <laughs> you're just gonna be wet all night. <laughs> but it yeah. was pretty. Proof. I will say we did build a good shelter, but I, it we was, were pretty dry. It, it was the ultimate test, and we yeah. came out. Of, uh, that was the happiest time <laughs> going back down to camp. I was, oh god! Preston was wakes gonna... up. He like does a backflip. Yippee! Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you guys learn how to keep things dry all night long, right? Yeah. No, it was that was definitely like a really cool class to like take and learn and like kind of learn how to survive like just in the wilderness. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't have any kind of survival skills at all, so 
dude that's i really i really want to get into like bushcraft because that was like seriously that was so fun to me that night and so i really just want to like learn how to survive in the woods for a week and i and i keep telling everyone that i that everyone that'll listen like i'm like oh dude this summer i'm doing a week in the woods i'm doing a month in the woods still haven't done it Still, can you imagine the thing that Grayson says that uh, he's never told anyone is that he wants to live in the woods for a week, yeah. <laughs> or that I'm bulking? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, see, I'm the opposite, Grayson. I I just want like a camper, like an RV. Oh, yeah, yeah, and pop tarts. We call that glamping. That is glamping, dude. But you know. Hey, if it's raining, I get to go into my nice waterproof sealed camper. Yeah. Nice clean bed with air conditioning. Gross. Yeah. A bathroom and the camper where I can go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and not have to <laughs> hike the woods and pee on a tree hoping that there's no bears or snakes around. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm glad I never did the Boy Scouts. I'm not fit for the outside world. Well, do you have a fact for us, Dan? I have... Yeah, I do. It's going to make me sound like a psychopath, okay? Oh, and mine doesn't. <laughs> no, trust me. Mine's probably worse. Okay, uh, it's on. also from when I was a kid, so I guess this is all... I guess we have a theme running here. But um, when I was a kid... I, so you know how you used to have like stuffed animals and stuff? And like, I had a, I had Woody from Toy Story. And Woody was like, his whole body was cloth and stuffed, but his face was plastic, right? Mm -hmm. It was very weird. But also, I, that was probably one of my favorite ones. Um, and since his face was plastic to save on money, they made his face hollow, right? Mm-hmm. And when I was young, I don't know how old I was, but I joined the Cub Scouts, hoping hoping to become a Boy Scout one day. That didn't work out. I went on one camping trip, and after that, my dad was like, yeah, we're not doing this. So <laughs> uh, He didn't like it? He just shut it down? Uh, I don't know why, but yeah, we went on one. Ca- I had fun on the camping trip. I had fun, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we didn't we didn't continue after that. Maybe it was he might not have had the money for it to be honest. Oh, true. But uh, anyway, so I had this Woody. I had just gotten a uh, pocket knife because I just became a Cub Scout, and uh, I got my first pocket knife, and I was curious to get into the center of the. of the Woody toys head because it's hollow, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. a Tootsie pop. What's in the, what's inside. You gotta find out. Yeah. I, w- I just wanted to get to the hollow center. Right. Mm-hmm. Of course I'm stupid. I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm older than 11 years old. And, uh, so when I'm using the knife, I'm not using proper knife etiquette. Oh, and, he's not, uh, he's not doing the blood circle. Yeah. I was like scraping the knife against the Woody's face trying to get in, you know, and I scraped it and my finger was like right at the top of the head. I scraped it. The knife went right across and cut my finger on the top of my finger. And uh, I didn't want to tell my dad because I'd get in trouble because I was playing with my knife. And uh, also I was ruining one of the toys that he got me. Right. Mm -hmm. So. I went downstairs holding my finger. I was like, "Do do we have band aids?" He was like, "Yeah, I think I have some in my in my bathroom upstairs." I was like, "Okay, thanks." And I ran upstairs. I put on a band aid on my finger, and now there's a scar there, probably because it probably needed stitches. But eleven year old me didn't think so. <laughs> what so. these doctors know anyway. Exactly. I ain't an expert. I'm just hurt. Just hurt. All right, let's not quote the whole song. Because <laughs> um, the Kim took off of work. Stop. Stop. All right. We're not doing this. 
Sorry. Yeah, but anyway, that's my fact. I, I think Emily, my sister, might know because when I went upstairs to put the Band-Aid on, she followed me because she sensed something was up after I asked for a Band-Aid. And, uh, yeah. I was like, don't tell Dad. <laughs> you, like, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jago and Shane grab him and don't tell Dad! <laughs> this year is too steep. <laughs> what I'm going to desire to do is... Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Apart from that, I don't really have much else. I mean, I treated... I was weird the way I treated, like, my toys and stuffed animals. I would always, like... We had a kind of, like, weird loft thing in my house in Virginia Beach. And I would always take my stuffed animals and drop them from the top up there and drop them to the, uh, to the floor. Because I thought it was fun. I used to do that, too. Like little, like from the upstairs to the, uh, I guess like foyer. Yeah, but I would. Yeah, I think I had this one toy with like parachute or something. So I would drop that like. I remember I had one of those too. That was a good time. Are you talking about like the little green guys with like the big, like plastic parachute that opens up? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I always drop it from the top and then see if I could run down in time and and catch it. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. I feel like my brothers and I would just like throw them at each other and see if the parachute <laughs> yeah. would like catch it before it hits the other guy. <laughs> yeah, that sounds just about right. Dude, we were we were villains when we were kids. <laughs> wait, wait, dude, we are we seriously like our parents had trouble getting us babysitters because we would just harass them. Like we were evil. This one guy showed up, like first time he ever babysat for us. Our parents were like, uh, oh, you know, like like if you need to put a movie on or anything, like feel free to like buy like one on like Cox on demand or whatever. He's like, no thanks. I got my book. He holds up Harry Potter, the final book, like uh, like the Deathly Hollows. And so we see him hold this book up, and we're like, oh, uh, I know. Let's spoil it. <laughs> oh, so no. we steal the book from him and just read it and just go, Harry doesn't die. Harry doesn't die. And he literally, he was so mad, but he couldn't do anything because you know he's going to beat up like a bunch of kids. So our parents like paid him extra, and, and shockingly, he never came back. Yeah, what a surprise! Wonder where that guy is now. <laughs> He's like listening to the podcast. You son of bitches! He's still plotting his like vengeance. <laughs> He's like an alcoholic U-Haul driver now because <laughs> he uses alcohol to cope. <laughs> Uh, he's like, that's the only way I could forget how it ends was alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, the same though. Me and my sisters, we were awful to babysit. Not because we were mean to the babysitters; we actually were nice to them. But dear God, me and my sisters never got along when we were younger. We would just yell at each other and fight all the time. God, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Just awful kids. Like, there was one time I remember we were, uh, I, I don't, I can't remember what we were doing, but my sisters made me angry. So I like chased them around the house screaming at them the whole time. Oh, that's it. Oh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was going to end with someone like putting someone's head through a wall or something. Oh, no. It, it never went that far. But yeah. the, the babysitter did complain to my dad. And my, she was like, she told my dad, she was like, Daniel chased, chased his sisters around the house. He, he was like a demon. <laughs> That's how she described me. He was on a demon child. time. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, then then my dad came to me and he was like, "Do you know what she said about you?" Oh no, she said you acted like a demon. And I was like, "Are you kidding? Why would I care? I'm I'm five. 
That's just like normal child behavior. Though. Exactly. Well, the exactly. kicker, the kicker is Dan's dad is quite religious, so he was probably like demon is like the worst thing he could ever like call someone's son. Yeah, pretty much. He was like, he's like Daniel. Do you know where demons live? They live in hell. Do you want to go to hell? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the conversation didn't exactly go like that. Yeah, he was he was not very happy. Good times. How how was uh how were you and Cassidy? We were all right, but then she like she would like torment me sometimes, and like she would hit me, and then like you know I was always told like you know never hit like a girl, but then eventually like I started hitting back, and then I would get in trouble because I would hit her hard and then she would cry and then i'll get in trouble but then eventually like my parents like figured out like what was going on they're like okay uh, yeah dude you got female's like female's <laughs> like you call that a punch just winds up <laughs> on four-year-old cassidy he <laughs> oh, does the donkey kong <laughs> neutral b like it was like much later. It was like I don't know. She must have. She was probably like seven or eight, maybe. Oh, oh well, like then first. then by all means, uppercut that bitch. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Sorry, Cassidy. And also her teeth. <laughs> Dude, that reminds me of a story. Um, when I was in elementary school, I used to get in a lot. I actually got like a. Like, I was kind of, like, a bad kid. Like, I was a good kid. My teachers loved me. But I got, like, a weird amount of, like, sent to the principal office. Principal's office. So, one, this is a story. Um, in case you couldn't tell. One, I was I was on the bus. I thought you were, like, reading statistics for a second. <laughs> no, I'm not Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, 13%? <laughs> no, not what? <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Whoop. 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 <laughs> oh um, anyways, if anyone understood what I was just referencing, props to you because that was literally just random words thrown together. Um, I'll edit it so it makes sense. Anyways, so I was on the bus and there was this girl. We'll call her uh, Michaela, as if that's not her real name. Um, and she was and she was like hitting this other kid. She kept like punching him. And he's like, stop, Michaela, please. He was like, he had glasses and stuff. He's like, please stop hitting me. And she's like, yeah, watch this. And she hit him again. And I was like, hey. I was like, dude, I, after all my like anti-bullying seminars, I was like, this is my chance. Like, finally, I'm witnessing bullying. I can stop it. I can be the hero. I can be the solution. I was like, hey, you should stop that. And she's like, shut up. And she like, tw- she gives me like an Indian rug burn, but she sucks at it because she's like a like a fourth grade girl or whatever. I was like, that sucked. Watch this. And then I actually did. I gave her a super bad Indian rug burn. And she just started sobbing. And I was nice. like, I was like, situation handled. <laughs> well done, Grayson. Justice has been served. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. So then so of course she goes up to the bus driver and, and no, and so you know, she starts sobbing and everyone around us starts going. Oh my God, Grayson made Michaela cry. Oh my God, Grayson made Michaela cry. And so, of course, she goes up to the bus driver, or like four different people go up to the bus driver, and they're like, Oh my God, like some kid back there like twisted Michaela's arm and made her cry. And they're like, Oh, who was it? And because it's Garrett and I on the bus, and we're twins, so no one can tell the difference, they go, Oh, I think it was Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) So later, Garrett's just chilling by himself in class. And he gets called down to the principal's office and they start grilling him. They have like the, t- there's literally like in the Incredibles where it's like, we have you on tape there. Do you see it? He moves right there. Wait, wait. Right there. They're doing that. But with Garrett, they're like, we have you on tape. We know it's you. They told us your name. Like you, you're just admit it. And Garrett's like just sobbing. He's like, what is going on? I don't know. I didn't do anything. Oh my god, dude. And so finally, finally, they're like, how could this possibly not be you? It's literally you on the tape. And he's like, well, I have a twin brother. And so they, they're like, oh, shit. So they call me in. They're like, hey, is this you? And I know exactly what's going on. So I go, nah, that's not me. <laughs> I think that's Garrett. 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh, so, now, so now they have no clue who it is. We're both in the office. Garrett's crying. I'm just sitting there like looking around like, man, this is weird, huh? <laughs> they call my mom in. My mom takes one look at it. He's, she's like, Grayson, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but then I'm like, well, she did it first. Like, And you could see it on the tape that she did it first. So it's like, you know, cut and dry. But because, you know, she tattled on me first, uh, she got in no trouble and I got suspended from the bus. You got also, suspended? Yeah. Holy so, shit. We're talking to a criminal right now, Preston. I had no idea. All I'm saying is, lesson learned, never stand up for bullying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, though. Yeah. From school or from the bus? Uh, I think it was from the bus. What I learned in, from that story, Grayson, is uh, be the bully, and then whenever you lose, tell on the person who you lost to. Yeah. <laughs> Someone steps in between your fight, and you're like, oh, they, they pushed me. <laughs> they get suspended. Yeah. You call the cops on them. <laughs> they get arrested. Oh, Reminiscing on, on childhood days. I know. This is fun. Dude, I was about to say, this is like the theme of the episode is, is now childhood uh hilarity yeah you want to hear another story from my childhood yes but then we got to hear another one from p-man because i haven't i haven't heard enough from him he's the guest this is this is the only time i've been sent to the principal's office and it's for something so stupid i feel like that's what it always is though it's never like hey you punched this kid in the face for no reason go to the principal's it's always like hey you like accidentally tripped someone because your shoelace was untied and they stepped on it go like you're now suspended for three weeks Have fun hating yourself for this for the rest of your life. (laughs) I know. Have fun talking about this in therapy. Yeah. Anyway, so when I was in fifth grade, right, I I, I was just a normal kid. I was pretty quiet, didn't talk much, pretty unassuming. Uh, So I haven't changed much, obviously. Um, But I went to the bathroom one time, and there was this kid in there. His name is not Craig. We're going to call him Craig. Um, but Craig was like infamous for uh, being one of the troublemakers at school. He would always get in trouble for whatever, whatever it was. He was always misbehaving. He was, I don't know if he'd been in any fights, but like if, if somebody told you Craig was in a fight, you'd be like, oh, that makes sense. It's Craig, you know? Mm-hmm. So Craig is also in the bathroom. And at the time, one of the cool, fun trends to do was take a paper towel from <laughs> the where you would, like, dry your hands, and then you'd wet it under the sink, ball it up, and then throw it at the wall and watch it stick, right? Yeah. Classic. We thought it was awesome. It was so I much fun. I still think it's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. To, a, to a fifth grader, that's like, you couldn't have more fun in school. You know what I mean? <laughs> so... We start, me and Craig start doing that. I had never really hung out with Craig, but I was like, hey, let me get in with the cool kids here, right? <laughs> so me and Craig start tossing wet paper towels at the wall. You know, we're having a good time, skipping class, whatever. Uh, this younger kid, we're in fifth grade, so we're like the oldest in the elementary school. This younger kid, probably like third or second grade, comes in because he needs to use the bathroom. He sees us throwing the paper towels immediately turns around and leaves and for some reason i didn't my fifth fifth grader brain did not see that as a red flag and uh i continued to throw paper towels against the wall with craig just craig don't include his last name (laughs) and so then uh then he went and got his teacher his teacher comes in and sees us doing this and she's like come on come with me you're going to the principal's office and I was like, oh, shit. Because I, like I said, I was a quiet kid, unassuming. I, I literally, it, the only reason anybody would know my name is if the teacher was reading it off the roll call. That's kind of, that was my reputation at the school, right? So I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to get in so much trouble. So she takes us to the principal's office. The principal isn't there that day. So she takes us to the vice principal's office, which is worse because the vice principal has something to prove, you know? 
Dude, the, the vice principal is always just the meanest person in the whole building. It's like that exactly. followed by the nurse. It's like those two people you just never want to catch <laughs> yeah. in a dark alley. Exactly. So then, uh, well, I don't blame the nurse, though. Imagine how many kids come in saying they're sick just because they want to go home and then they're just lying. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we go to the vice principal's office. We sit down. She's on the phone. So we have to wait for her to get off the phone. She finally gets off the phone, puts down the phone. She's like, okay, Craig, I've seen you in here a lot. Uh, get out of here. She literally just tells him to leave like that. Like, what? He's gone and Max, he was in there for 10 seconds. Maximum. Dude, he's Jeez. got the frequent flyer miles, bro. What the hell? I know, exactly. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> He was in there for 10 seconds and he leaves. Now I'm alone in the vice principal's office with the vice principal. Dude, I'm freaking out, dude. She's she, so then she turns to me and she's like, I've never seen you in here before. What are you doing here? And I was like, uh, I was throwing paper towels against the wall in the bathroom. <laughs> And then she's she like, was that's, like, that's sick. I'm, I'm like, you go do that. Never mind. So she was like, she was like, uh, yeah, actually, she was like, yes. Okay, that's cool. All right, see you later. Go back to class. What? No, I'm kidding. Oh. She, uh, <laughs> she's like, next time, no, invite me. <laughs> yeah. She asked me, she was, she asked me, are you two the, the suspects that we've been looking for? For this paper towel wall thing. So apparently it's, it had been happening at the school. Yeah. And they were looking for the for suspects for it. And I was like, no, this is literally the first time I've done this. So it's not me. She was like, okay, okay. So then she's like, all right, come on. Let's go for a walk back to your class. So we're on the walk. And uh, I'm I'm kind of freaking out still, you know. And you can tell when a kid's freaking out. Because they just like they act weird whenever they're freaking out and then when they're nervous. Mm -hmm. So uh, she's like, "Are you okay?" She's like asking me if I'm okay. And the worst part about this, my parents had like the year before, my parents had just gotten divorced, right? Mm -hmm. So then <laughs> I'm like, I'm starting to freak out. So then she sits me down in a classroom. This this is gonna sound really bad. She sits me down in a classroom that's empty and the lights are off. Okay. And she's oh. like, she, she's asking me about my like home life. She's like, is everything okay at home? Uh, no. Is are like your mom and dad fighting? What's going on there? I was like, yeah, my mom, I didn't even, I'm surprised I actually knew what it meant, but I was like, yeah, my mom and dad just got divorced last year. And she was like, oh, okay. And I, I'm guessing she took that as, like, why I was acting out. So then after that, she was done with trying to, like, enforce any kind of punishment or or authority, you know? So she just <laughs> takes me back to my class. Dude, what? And I go, about the, I go about the rest of my day. Dude, I wish my parents got divorced. I would have gotten out of so much trouble. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> wait, wait. The story's not over yet, either. Ready for oh, this? Good. So I go home that day. She had called my dad because she needed to report, like, she needed to tell him I was acting out and uh, the talk that we had had and whatever. And my dad comes to me and uh, and he says, I can't remember what else he says, but the one thing that stuck out that he said to me was, um, don't ever use the divorce as a reason to act out ever again. I don't want to hear that you tell anyone that I got, I got a divorce with your mom, okay? No shot. Like, That's crazy. Like, you got it, Dad. I won't tell anyone that you got divorced with mom. Jeez. So, <laughs> yeah. Dude, poor Good little times. baby Dad, dude. He's just sitting, okay, Dad, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I had just gotten in trouble for the first time in school. I had just gone to the principal's office for the first time. And uh, I come home. I'm like, ah, oh, finally, I'm free. I'm, I can relax. And then my dad's like, don't you ever do that again? I swear to God, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> he puts his hand up against the wall. 
what did I tell you about using the divorce as an excuse, boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, that's my story. P-Man, you're up, bro. What you got? What you got for us? Uh, first, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab some water. <laughs> Motherfucker. That's a good idea. <laughs> you had that entire story. That I guess you wanted to hear it. That's yeah. We can cut this out. Anyone listening right now? This is this is your sign to hydrate. Put Everyone. in put in the chug lug barrel sound effect <laughs> now. <laughs> Everyone, look up a picture of Anya Taylor Joy and just go ahead and down a whole water bottle. Go ahead and down a whole pack of water bottles. So I was awesome. Oh, I was a really good kid too. Like you, Dan, like, you know, never got in trouble. Um, never went to the principal's office, like anything like that. So fourth grade was like my bad year. I have like two stories from that year. That was probably like the only times like I really acted out in school. The first one, I think it's still funny, but it was definitely, definitely really messed up. Um, my friends and I will call him John. John and I, we were running for STA. So, like, I was running for treasurer or something, and he was running for vice president. I forget what the positions were. But this girl, we'll call her Anna Taylor Joy. <laughs> Every time, use the full name, please. Yeah. So, Anna Taylor Joy was running against him. And, you know, like for SEA in elementary school, you make like all these posters and stuff trying to get your name out, people to vote for you. And uh, we had, you know, just put up like all of our posters and stuff. And we were going to lunch and John and I, John's also a fake name, by the way. I'm just using the most common. Oh, okay. I, guess, I was I was worried you actually name dropped the guy and. We were gonna no, get no, serious no. legal trouble. That's also name. No, yeah. But um, John and I sat down at the lunch table, and I was like, "Yo, John, why don't we boo Anya Taylor Joy when she walks in here? You know, because she's like running." <laughs> Preston's so pre- lunch table. She walks into the cafeteria, and we just start like how like boo. Boo! Like we heard you smell. Like you know, you're you're not gonna win. Like you, you know, got just stinky like, feet. <laughs> yeah, like saying like you know, child insults. But she, uh, she started bawling and like, I think her mom or something. I think her mom was a teacher in the school too. But anyways, you know, she was crying, so people noticed, and then. She told our teacher, and so we get back from lunch, and our teacher's like, you know, John and Preston, can I talk to you all out in the hallway? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, you know. <laughs> what? You want to talk <laughs> about our campaign promises or what? Yeah. <laughs> you get some boost bears for you or what? <laughs> John and Preston, but, uh, my two strongest boys, can you come out here for a second? <laughs> Yeah. Shit. <laughs> like, did you all boo Anya Taylor Joy for like the SEA? Like, because you know, she's saying like all this stuff, like you booed her and you said all this stuff and you know, really hurt her feelings and you know, it's not nice at all. Like you should not be doing that. And so, you know, we were getting grilled and then she stopped and I I turned and I was like are you done? Can we go back inside? Oh no, <laughs> no. Which that was. That's when I learned. I was like, all right, that was. Yeah, she then. So John went back in. She's like, Preston, you do never. You never tell, like me or anyone. Am I done? Can I go back in? Like you never do that. And so that like always stuck with me, but. We didn't, they didn't like tell our parents or anything. Yeah. But it definitely was a lesson learned not to boo people. 
I think the more important lesson was to never, ever say after someone finishes a rant, are you done? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was that was probably just as oh, man. important. And Dude. then my second story was later on that year, you know how they always, like, sent home, like, all these slips to get signed? Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, just tons. So this... They sent us home one weekend on a Friday with them. And that weekend, I think we had, like, it was just a busy weekend for us. And I, like, completely forgot about, like, signing, like, the papers and all that. Uh And so that Monday morning, like, I quickly just forged uh, my parents' signatures on them. And I used, like, I used my mom for one and my dad for the other. Other and it looked like the most childish signature ever. <laughs> so we've all been there. The, yeah, I mean, I I still forge stuff and I had gotten away with it like a couple times later. But um, anyways, I I learned to forge better, I guess, on the story. But uh, they <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, like my parent, like my dad signed this one, my mom signed this one, and they're like, hmm. Like, we gave you three pieces of paper, and your dad signed two of them, but your mom signed the other. I was like, yep, I just forgot about it, and then she just signed it this morning. (laughs) And so they're like, all right. So then they called my parents, and I didn't know this. And um, I went home, and my dad sat me down. He's like, Preston, I, I didn't sign any of these, and your mom didn't sign any of these, like, you know, why did you forge it? And then I just like, I was like, I don't know. Like, I just wanted to sign it. <laughs> so uh, I got in trouble, but like it got all resolved. I think we had like a parent teacher conference and it was, it was just like something minor. Like they didn't really care. It was like a lesson learned. But I remember I had, um, I got like extra re like I had to sit inside for recess one day or something and i was so bummed because it was like an extra recess like fun day uh, reward everyone who like signed the paperwork and my parents signed it anyway so i was like i learned my lesson but i guess that was still like you know sticking it to me so that was like the only times i really acted out and then i, I actually do have one more story from high school all right, wait, wait, before you start that one, when you yeah. when you were in the cafeteria and you're like, yo, John, like, let's totally boo her when she comes in. All I can picture is like that, like, political, the like political cartoon of like the fat, like pack leaders. You know what I'm talking about? When like the, the big like suits and the bowler hat. And he's just like, and Preston just like <laughs> leaning in as that, like, yo, we should totally boo her. <laughs> <You know? laughs> let's try to get the immigrant vote on this one. <laughs> anyway sorry what's your high school story yeah also with the forgery thing my other two teachers didn't notice it was only one it was like one out of the three teachers had noticed and i was like you gotta be kidding me like this one teacher like noticed i was so mad also, Any, this, is, this is going to be the last story because we are, like, running up on time here. Like, nobody's business. So make it count. Make it good. Okay. Um, so, you know, this was when we were, like, you know, able to drive to school and all that. Mm. And you remember, like, the security guard? He would always – it was, like, once a bus came through in the morning, like, he always stopped the car after to let the other, like, the people from the parent drop-off line go? Yes. So, one day, I I think I was, like, running late with my sister, and uh, we, I was just like, all right, like, I, like we got behind this bus, and I was like, oh, like, I know he's going to stop us. Like, we're not going to, you know, make it in time. And... I'd already been like tardy a couple times because at a park and then my class was like on the complete other side of the building. So it already took me like a while to walk. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to gun it and stay behind like this bus. 
like super close. That way he can't stop me. And I did that. And I guess he didn't like that. <laughs> like he didn't do anything. Like when I did it, he just like kind of put his arms up. But I was just like, I'm already going. Like, can't really stop me. <laughs> what are you going to do about it, nerd? He <laughs> spits out his window. <laughs> and then I'm sitting in my math class, my first period class. And uh, they call me to come out into the hallway. So I'm like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. The security guard's there with another security guard. And he's like, you know, you could get in a lot of trouble for that. Like, I, I could revoke your parking pass and you could ride the bus from now on. And, you know, you know that I stopped the car always after the bus. And I was like, yeah, but we were going to be late. And that's why I just went. And he's like, no, you, you cannot be that close to that bus. You know, this this security guard right here, he's a retired police officer. He's seen me killed you know tailgating and like doing i was like dude we were doing like 10 miles an hour we were not gonna crash nor get killed at you know and he just like grilled me and so i was like you know all right like you know i won't do it again but it was just like the most and i was just like all right thank you dude you were stepping on his like his that's his one time a day where he gets to feel powerful, man. You stepped on that. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Preston. You know yeah. what? Preston, you're on the hate list. Fuck you. Thank you. You can pay $5 to get off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that was our episode, I guess. That was cool, huh? <laughs> really? Round of applause. Yeah, it's it's been 45 minutes on this one alone, and the the previous recording, uh, before the technical difficulties was like 26 minutes. So we are. Really? Uh, oh yeah, it's definitely been an hour. Damn. Uh, yeah. Well, it was great having you, Preston. Thanks for sharing the stories. Thank yeah. you, Preston. Thank you all for having me on. I appreciate it. It's it's been a real a a real hoot and a holler in a word. You kind of, you kind cut out. Yeah, you cut out for me too. What did <clears> you say? I said it's been a real hoot and a holler in a word. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. I'd have to concur. Mm. We'll also concur. Mm, quite yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Did you end it yet?